Hello and thank you for joining us for uh, this time in the Word of God, which we, we, we do most days, each day, Monday to Friday at 9.30. Uh, and we've been talking about the Holy Spirit. We've been talking about the work of the Holy Spirit in our lives and uh, looking at the different things that the Holy Spirit does. Uh, and uh, we need to realize that there are multiple works of the Spirit of God. He doesn't just do one thing in our lives. Uh, there, there's a multitude of things that he does in you and as, as an individual that he wants to do through you and, and even that he wants to do in the church. Uh, and very often the work of the Holy Spirit starts in us individuals. And as we grow in that, he, he, it broadens to where he does more through us. Um, but I want to look at a, a particular uh, aspect of this today. Uh, but before I do, let me just mention at the bottom of the screen, you'll see a link. First, it's got my name, Owen. And then after that, there's a link uh, to a course that I'm starting. Now, that course starts this Saturday. Uh, it's an online course uh, about the Holy Spirit. Uh, and it's free. So if you're interested, you're welcome to go to that link. Uh, register on the website. It's a Bible study website that I run. And, uh, and, and just register onto the course. It's free. And we're going to be starting that this Saturday. And you can find out all the information about that. Um, so, and it's going to be a complete thorough study about the Holy Spirit in, in a wide range of areas. Now, let's continue on with what I was saying. Um, the, the work that the Holy Spirit in, does in our lives and on a broader level in our churches, uh, in order for it to, to, be, to be done, in order for the Holy Spirit to do what he wants to do, uh, it, it involves our cooperation. Uh, we have we play a part. Now, not everybody realizes this. Some people think that if God wants to do something, he's just going to arrive and do it. But let's look at this in the scriptures. Let's look at this in the word of God, because I believe that uh, the Holy Spirit, in order for him to do things in me and in a, and in a particular church or in the church at, at, at large, that in order for him to do that, he, he, he works through a vessel uh, or vessels. And that, that vessel needs to be yielded to him, yielded to the Holy Spirit. That's what we want to look at today. And, and you know, when you look through the Bible, you see uh, God in the Old Testament, God raised up King Saul. And, and God put Saul in position. He made him king. He raised him right up. But you see, once Saul became king, he, he became resistant to what God was doing. Instead of yielding, instead of cooperating with God, Saul became resistant and he pushed in the opposite direction of what God was trying to do. Uh, and God had to raise up someone else. God had to raise up David. And the Bible says that God went looking for a man. Uh, it, it doesn't just say God just did what he wanted to do because he wanted to do it. And no, ain't nobody was going to stand in the way of what God wanted to do. No, what it said is God went looking for someone and he found a vessel. He found in David uh, the, 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 the kind of person that he could work with and work through. That doesn't mean David was perfect. David made some mistakes. But David was a vessel that God could do what he wanted to do through. Now, the amazing thing is when you look at that passage uh, and, and those chapters about Saul and David, it took almost 40 years from when God raised David up, uh, almost, uh, I don't have the exact number in front of me, but it took a few decades to, to, to get Saul out of position and to get David into position. 
Now, you might look at that and think, well, you know, Saul was resisting God. Why didn't God just take him out of the way and put David in position? See, it doesn't always work like that. Sometimes when ve when vessels are being resistant, they're, 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 there's a process that has to, has to take place and it might take some time. See, vessels that are resistant can delay some things. Time, time can go past. And, 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 and people and churches can miss out on some things that God had for them for that time period because of the resistance to what the Holy Spirit wants to do. And sometimes God has to then raise up and work at bringing a vessel that will yield. Now, let, 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 let's, let's try as we look at this. I'm going to be talk about, talking about this for a few days. But let's make up our mind. I want to be a yielded vessel. I want to yield to the Spirit. And I want to learn how to yield to the Spirit. Because it is a learned thing. And we're going to talk about some, some, some things involved in that. See, we can either block the Holy Spirit. We can either stand in the way and, and become a hindrance to what he wants to do and even shut him out and he will allow that yes he's god yes he's all powerful but he has chosen to work through yielded vessels and sometimes and it's very sad to say but sometimes the holy spirit gets shut out of churches because they, they don't want to yield they just want to do their program their agenda they don't want to yield to what he is trying to do and we might talk a bit more about that later on. But let's focus in on the individual for now. We need to learn how to be yielded, how to cooperate with the Holy Spirit, because this is how God has chosen to operate. It's not, it's not that he, he lacks the power to do it any other way. He's all powerful. He could do it. He could just impose and force his way on everybody. Um, and some people think that's how he operates, but it's not how he operates. He, he, he works. He, he, he allows us the opportunity to yield uh, to him or not to yield to him. And we're going to look at examples of this in the scriptures right now. But it, it's up to us to make a decision, to make a choice. Do I want to yield? Do I want to be a vessel that, that, that God finds it easy to work through me and God is able to do through me what he wants to do or am I going to become resistant to that and am I going to push in the opposite direction and become a hindrance, an obstacle that stands in the way of what God is trying to do. And we see in the Bible many examples of, of, of people who try to stand in the way and become an obstruction. Now, Acts chapter 7. Stephen is preaching here. This is before Stephen ended up getting stoned. Um, and uh, that's even an example of the people were resisting what God was trying to do. They didn't want to listen to what Stephen said. But let's look at something Stephen said. Because in Acts chapter 7 and verse 51, he says this, You stiff-necked and uncircumcised in heart and, and ears. This is a preacher of the gospel here, and he's talking to this crowd, he, and this does, it's not a compliment. He says, you stiff-necked and uncircumcised in heart and ears. How do you like it if a preacher said that today? We'd be up in arms and say, oh, that preacher hurt my feelings. This is a preacher of the gospel in the New Testament, and this is how he's talking. <laughs> and he says this, you always resist the Holy Spirit. It, that's in the Bible. He, he, Stephen, you resist the Holy Spirit as your fathers did, so do you. And, 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 and that, that word, when he, when, he, when he said you stiff-necked at the start there, that word stiff-necked, it means stubborn or headstrong or obstinate. 
someone who's stubborn and, 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 and they're refusing to do something. See, somebody who's stubborn is not easy to work with. They're strong-willed. They've made up their mind. They're going to do things their way and nothing's going, not even God is going to let them change that. And they become stubborn in that. Now, the word resist in that passage, it said you resist the Holy Spirit. It, it, it means to oppose. It means to, to run against or to strive against. It has the idea of against. In other words, pushing in the opposite direction. So, so, so resisting the Holy Spirit means to be, try, to be stubbornly pushing in the opposite direction of what he is trying to do. Now you can do this in your own life when the Holy Spirit tries to do a work inside of you. And when he, when he, when, even when he tries to lead you, you can push in the opposite direction, and dig your heels in the ground and be stubborn and refuse to comply with what he wants you to do. And I wouldn't recommend that. I'd recommend the opposite. What's the opposite of resisting? Well, the opposite of resisting is to yield. It means to, it would be to, if, if resisting is to push against, then yielding is to work with. It's to go in the same direction. And when he prompts you, when he moves in a particular way, we go with that and we go in that direction. We want to be yielded. I certainly do. I want to learn to yield more. And I want to encourage you to, 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 to be a vessel that is yielded to the Spirit. Now, when I say yielded to the Spirit, I'm, I'm not saying yielded to everything. We're going to talk about this. Yielding to everything is not yielding to the Spirit. There, there are other factors at play. Uh, we need to learn how to recognize what is the Spirit and yield to that. As this is only a 15-minute teaching, I'm not going to get to cover it all in one go. But we're going to talk about this through the week. But the first thing we need to realize is I want, we, make, we need to make a decision. I want to be yielded. I want to work in the same direction that he's working in. Now, notice what happens in, in this message that Stephen preached. What he says after this, he just says, you always resist the Holy Spirit uh, as your fathers did, so do you. Now, in the next verse, verse 52, he says, which of the prophets did your fathers not persecute? And they killed those who foretold the coming of the just one. He's referring to some things in the Old Testament, how God would raise somebody up. God would raise up a prophet who would deliver the message of, from God. And, and, and when the people heard that message, their response was not to cooperate and yield and, and listen to that message. Their response was to push against that and even persecute and try to stop that prophet being able to do some things. That's not yielding. Okay, now don't worry, in the next message, we're going to talk about how to make sure it is the Holy Spirit you're yielding to. We don't want to just yield to the wrong things. I'm going to cover that. Let's get this principle. If it's God, if it's truly God, and if it's the Holy Spirit, we want to yield. We want to learn how to work with and move in the same direction, not run against and push against. See, is God just going to move and arrive in a church and force things on that crowd of people and just to, and make it happen when nobody in that place wants to yield to him is he just gonna you see just, just because just just because someone's a christian or a church doesn't mean we are automatically 100 fully yielded to him we have to learn we have to make a decision and a choice that we want to yield to the holy spirit and work with him and move in the direction that he is moving in 
And gossip is going to arrive in a church and upend their programs and and push aside everything that's that that that, that that's that's not of him and and force his way into that place if there's nobody there that wants to yield to him see in order for the holy spirit to move we've got to make room we've got to allow it we've got to yield to it instead of pushing in the opposite direction and blocking what he's trying to do some people are afraid to move with the holy spirit they say oh you know but you know we tried moving with the holy spirit in our church and everything went crazy and chaotic so we just shut it all down I'm going to talk about that this week. The solution, if things go crazy and flesh gets in and wrong things happen, the solution is not to shut it down. The solution is to teach the people to know how to recognize what is God and what is not God. See, some, some ministers, some churches have become afraid of the move of the Holy Spirit. We're not supposed to fear God. Just because something went wrong or someone made a mistake or someone gave a false prophecy, that doesn't mean we should shut down everything. This is where we've made a mistake. We have blocked the Holy Spirit out of situations because of our fear that last time we tried to flow with the Holy Spirit, something went wrong. Okay, so this is why I'm talking about this. We're going to talk about this the whole week. The solution is not to block him. The solution is to teach the people the word and an understanding of the move of the Holy Spirit that'll help them to recognize, to yield to the Holy Spirit, not something else. But we'll cover that in a later session. I jumped ahead of myself a little bit there. But the solution is not block what he's doing. The solution is learn to yield, teach the people to yield to the correct thing, uh, the correct person, the Holy Spirit. Let's look, let's look here in closing. Let's look here at Jesus quickly. Uh, a familiar passage, Luke 4. <clears throat> Jesus stands up in his own hometown and Nazareth, and, and, and they give him the, the, the book of the prophet Isaiah, and he opens it to, to, this, to, to, to the chapter where it's written. And, and, and in verse 18, this is what he reads. He says, the spirit of the Lord is upon me. So he starts to talk about the Holy Spirit is upon me. Now, Jesus is not just reading a scripture. Yes, he's reading a scripture, but from what he says afterwards, he says to these people, this scripture has just come to pass. So he is speaking. This is relevant to them. This is happening now. As he reads, he says, the spirit of the Lord is upon me right now, right here in this place. He's anointed me and he talks about the things that the Holy Spirit wanted to do to heal, to free, to bring liberty and recovery of sight to the blind. And you would think if, if someone says the Holy Spirit's here to move, you'd think everybody there would get excited about it. You'd think, wow, that's wonderful. We've been wanting the Holy Spirit to move. See, sometimes the Holy Spirit doesn't move quite the way we thought he was going to move. And that's what happened with Jesus. If you'd said to those people, do you want God to move? I'm sure that, oh, yes, we're hungry for God. We go to synagogue every day, every, you know, every week. But when God actually showed up and when God was actually going to do something and, and the reality arrived that the Holy Spirit is, here, it wasn't quite packaged the way they wanted it to be or the way they expected it to be packaged. And so they, instead of yielding, they resisted. They were resistant, they opposed what Jesus was trying to do. And if you look, if you look further out down in the chapter, let's read how the crowd responded. They, they were not all excited about the fact the oh, Holy Spirit is here to move in this synagogue right now. Let's not be like this crowd of people. Let's not be like that in our churches or in our lives. 
when God, the Holy Spirit, when the Holy Spirit arrives and wants to do something in your life and he begins to prompt you and begins to show you and lead you and, and does a stirring in your heart, let's not become resistant to that. Let's not oppose it and push in the opposite direction. Yet, let's yield and work with what he's trying to do. And in our churches as well. Let's look at what this crowd did. Luke chapter 4 verse 28 says, so all those in the synagogue, when they heard these things, were filled with wrath. That's anger. Were they happy about what Jesus said? No, they got angry about it. And rose up and thrust him out of the city, and they led him to the brow of the hill on which their city was built, that they might throw him down over the cliff. They got so angry at Jesus for saying the Holy Spirit is here right now. He's going to set some people free. This was synagogue going people. This wasn't the unbeliever of the world. Today, we might say church going people. They got angry and they they dragged him out of that place, dragged him across the city right up to the cliff edge. And they wanted to throw him over the cliff. That doesn't sound like being yielded to me. It doesn't sound like, you know, somebody wants to work with what the Holy Spirit is trying to do. That doesn't sound like somebody who is recognizing God's trying to do some things here. Let's cooperate and work with that. So we've got to decide, every one of you, make a decision. The first decision is, do I want to be yielded or do I want to be resistant to the Holy Spirit and to what God is wanting to do? And we'll talk more about how to do that. We'll talk about how, how to make sure we don't get a yield to the wrong thing. But it's, you, it starts with that decision. I want to be yielded to the Holy Spirit. I want to make, I want to allow, allow him to be able to do in my life and through me what he wants to do. So I encourage you to make that decision. Don't say, no, 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 I don't want to, I just want to do my own thing. Let's not be resistant. Choose that I want to be yielded. And that's the first step. Now, as I said, there's a course list. There's a link at the bottom of the screen. Just down. Let me get my finger out. Just down there. It's got my name, Owen. And then after that, there's a link. And I'm doing, I'm starting this Saturday. I'm doing a free course on the Holy Spirit. We're going to be studying all aspects of his work and his in our lives and, and even in, in the churches and the things that he wants to do and how to, how to understand something. That's going to, but it's free. This course is free. No strings attached. No marketing. I'm not going to market you. I just want to get the word of God available to people on this subject. So you're welcome to sign up at that at that link over there. And you're welcome to keep joining us through the rest of the week and, and let your friends know about the, the, these teachings so that we can uh, so that we can help people to understand how to be yielded to the Holy Spirit. So I appreciate you liking these messages and also sharing them. It's no, no pressure, but I appreciate if you do. It's nice to see when someone likes or comments because it just gives us a little bit of interaction with you as well. Just so we can say hi and smile back at you. So God bless you. Thank you for joining us today. We'll be back again tomorrow to continue on with the same topic.